Welcome back to Teachable Moments with April, and we are back with Miss Mary. Good afternoon, Miss Mary. Good afternoon, April. It's been a little while. It sure has. So, what are we going to talk about today? I want to talk about United Census, United States Census Bureau to start out. Okay. That's is right on the first thing that's on my mind. Okay. If you don't mind. I don't mind at all. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um. My thing today is about the Census Bureau, and um, I don't know how many people out there are going through what I am going through. We had a census taken uh, back in 2021 or 2020. I'm not sure. I'm sure I have a copy of mine around here. Uh, I sent mine filled it out right away and sent it back in. And uh, within a month or two, they contacted me and asked me would I fill out my census uh, intake um, survey. So I filled out another one and sent it. So I didn't hear from them for a while. Uh, Last week, uh, I got a postcard from the Census Bureau, and I just want to see if anybody else going through the same thing I'm going through. Uh, I got a postcard from the Census Bureau uh, asking me, could uh, I fill out and mail back uh, this questionnaire? And they said that I was required by law to fill it out. Well, of course, I had already filled it out and I had spoke to all of my neighbors in my block and some of my friends uh, that doesn't live in the area and they don't seem to know what I'm talking about. So, uh, now, I would think it was on Wednesday I received this large envelope with a questionnaire in it. And it's, I don't know, it's like a novel. And it says that I am required by law to fill this out. And I'm still confused about how am I required by law to keep on filling out, uh, uh, filling out surveys for the Census Bureau. Okay, so I'm still praying on it and looking at it and trying to decide what I'm going to do about it. And the Holy Spirit is kind of moving me because they said that I would be severely fined if I didn't fill this out. And I know we don't have very many rights as senior citizens, as Afro-American, as female, uh, but when it came that you had to do something like this, okay. Then on yesterday, I got another uh, card from the Census Bureau. Mm. And they said that uh, you must respond. If you do not respond, we're going to have someone the interviewer to locate you to fill out this paperwork. Now, 
asking a, a few questions about my age and gender and so forth, I don't mind answering those questions. Like I said, I am a senior citizen, but you're going to send me something as big as a novel. You have slots in there for about eight or nine people to fill out. I don't have eight or nine people that lives in my house. You want to know how many acres I own? Uh, When did I move into this house? I mean, these questions is so intrusive. I mean, it made my hair curl on my head. And I'm still wondering, what is you after? This cannot be a census survey with this thing, with something like this. I was so flabbergasted about it. I gave it to um, April Mm -hmm. and had her to read it and see what her opinion of it was. So, could you tell me what you think, April? Okay, so Miss Mary told me that, and um, within a couple of days or whatever, um, I asked her if I could take it and look at it and return it to her. So I'm going to, I don't know if Miss Mary, I stepped away. Did Miss Mary go, Miss Mary, did you go into any details? Like, I, I would like to mention something, go a little bit further. It's okay. Okay, so... In this particular uh, book, <laughs> it has up to five persons. Uh, so if it, your household exceeds, I guess, five, then, um, yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm leafing it's through five. it. Five. Okay. So then it goes into a subtitle of, go ahead. You want okay. It's housing. Okay. So like she said, the acres, um, And also, when was whatever the house, whatever the mobile home, they want you to to say what exactly type. Is it a house? Is it an apartment? Is it a mobile home? When was it built? I don't know. When did each person, once, because you get through that first uh, chunk of it, is who the person is, their relation to you, Mm -hmm. how long they've been living here, how long you've been knowing the person, uh, or whatnot, um, what's the actual sales or agricultural products from this property, um, how many separate rooms, uh, how many bedrooms, uh, does it have running water, is it hot or cold, is it a bathtub or shower, do you have a sink with a faucet, is there a stove or a range, is there a refrigerator, how many refrigerators, I'm just reading from, <laughs> I mean, and I don't know, you correct me if I am wrong. Um, stuff like this is public knowledge. Um, so it's making me and Miss Mary and for other people that have got this, ve- it's very detailed. But then yet at the same time, this is on the public records. Right. If they really want, they have access to everything. They are watching everything. Let's just speak in truth. I know truth is not popular and when you speak on it, if you have the power of discernment, you will realize that you will be silenced um, because no one wants to deal in that. They just want to tell you what it is and you accept it. Do we agree? I agree. Okay. So, what is the real agenda or agendas behind this census? Um, Because when it came, it didn't have 
a specific name. It just said the residence of, giving you the impression, all right there, the residence of our address, okay. But yet at the same time, it says your response is required by law, okay. Giving an impression along with the uh, the card that they sent to that you all suffer some type of penalty, or uh, I don't want to say punishment, but okay, it's in some kind of legality, mm-hmm. legal action against you. Mm-hmm. Then they want to know how many computers you have. They want to know what kind of, how many smartphones, how many tablets, uh, desktop, laptop, what cell phone company, uh, what internet you have, what packages you have, what company it is. Uh, all these things are easily accessed by them. How many automobiles, vans, trucks, one ton capacity, uh, the fuel, the fuel that you use mm-hmm. for heating your home. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is it solar gas? Now to some people, when they hear this, they may think that this is harmless. This is not harmless. This is harmless. So the thing that I came up with after I skimmed it, because it is very It's a novel. It's 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 it's, it's, it's it gives you the feeling it doesn't give you a good feeling is that this information um like I keep saying is public knowledge if they really want to know it they don't really have to exert any type of effort to obtain it so it must be about control and you offering it because it's something else here psychologically uh that has to be happening because if they really want these answers they could feel this they, they have this information already it's compliance that's just what do you think miss mary i think it is because they even go back to want to know where i was born at mm-hmm. uh where uh oh, i see that part now uh what state mm-hmm. uh country uh right uh i mean it seemed like me this is total harassment and you will be fine because it's by law that you fill this here out. Right. If you do not, your response by law is required. They keep saying it over and over again. Over and over again. Um, and I'm thinking, like, if you want me to fill out a census survey, mm-hmm. you ask me, will I please fill out this for me uh, because of the reason why. They're not giving me a reason why. I'm supposed to nice. be doing this. And and like I say, my neighbors, they're looking at me like I'm crazy when I'm telling them. Did you get anything else from this answer? No. Because it said something previously, like you said, right. in 2020 or 2021, which was last year. Uh-huh. Now, this is more intricate, and they make it seem like it's random, and they even uh, said in it that uh, Miss Mary was representing her community mm-hmm. by filling this out, uh, this particular, this booklet now on here it also talks about do you have health insurance what is the premium for it mm-hmm. is anyone in your and this household and they have it person one two three four and five uh deaf or difficulty hearing blind is wearing glasses uh what is your physical mental or emotional condition does this person have serious difficulty concentrating remembering or making decisions i'm a senior citizen Okay. Does anyone out there 
recognize any of this in any type of census uh, that they've ever taken in their lifetime into this this moment, no matter what your age is. Exactly. Um, now, some people, let's say argumentally, people may say, well, they want to know this because they want to help us. With what? They want to know what, maybe they want to give you some kind of assistance or help. So. Um, does the person have uh, difficulty walking or climbing stairs, which has to do with your mobility? Does the person have difficulty dressing or bathing? Um, because of a physical, mental, or emotional condition, does this person have difficulty doing errands? So some people are going to sit up there and they're going to say, and I'm not, I'm not knocking it. For argument's sake that they're asking all of these things because they want to help you and give you assistance. Well, how's this helping my community if it's all about me? I don't understand that part. They said I would be helping my community if I fill out this booklet, that they, this novel that they sent me. Mm-hmm. So how's this helping the community when you're asking everything is about me? Right. Or who live in my house? I mean, uh, what do y'all want a camera on here or to put on my house so you can see what's who's in here? That means I don't have any privacy. You got you asking me to remember things that I don't remember to tell the truth because it's been so long. I've been on the earth a long time. And it says on here the American Community Survey when they when you first um, take it out of the uh, envelope. Now, this is something that I want to add to this, Miss Mary, is that I'm going to insert this um, from a previous thing in our neighborhood. Now, this is talking about our community. We live in an urban area. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that we are seeing right before our eyes, especially this immediate, is that it's being turned into a food desert. Right. Okay. Do you think that and the many other things that's happening right before our eyes. Do you think this census has anything they want to help? They need the census to know that they're turning our communities with black and brown into food deserts where they cannot shop. There is nothing to buy food in. I would say no because of the fact that this is they're asking about one person. Right, but one you're supposed person. to represent it, right. your One community. person goes represent and whoever's this in this house and who, in whoever's this building, house, this structure. Right, in, in this building. So I don't see that I have because we had uh, a store that was a uh, Fufalette, no, Sable Lot, right, right on the corner that you see old people. Uh, George, my friend, he's um, just about blind, but he mm-hmm. could make it up to the corner up to uh, Sable Lot to get him some food to eat because right. no one else would take him or anyway he didn't have any other services but now he has to ask our neighbor mm-hmm. to drive him places and he has to often wait uh, to get him some groceries uh, we have to have Uber mm-hmm. the bus or uh, transportation to drive to find food. We are in a, a desert. We need to be eating nice fruits and vegetables and so forth. I've decided that I'm going to try and raise mines. I planted me an apple tree. Uh, it's doing quite well. And I'm, as soon as it gets a little better weather, the snow goes away, I'm going to start uh, working on my garden to make extending my garden 
no, I'm cutting my garden off and I'm gonna have uh, not so many plants and flowers. I'm gonna put some vegetables in. Mm-hmm. So I can go out in the yard and get me something to eat. Cause at this rate, I seem like they're trying to starve us to death. The prices on their food, don't go in the store and try to buy no meat. Um, and the vegetables is so old, they probably old as I am, they've been froze somewhere. The only thing they have that seen for us is the canned goods. And everybody know canned foods ain't that good for you. You need fresh fruit. Even before this happened, they would comment on how um, the black and brown community mm-hmm. um, are overweight mm-hmm. and um, not eating adequately. Mm-hmm. But then on top of that, now it's a trend and it's and it's there there are speeding up their agenda and mm-hmm. it is an agenda now some people oh you're being paranoid that people talk about conspiracy theorists just use your not just your which i talk about me miss mary talk about your vision your eyes mm-hmm. but not just your eyes that are on the outside of your body but your your mind's eye and see, look around if you can and see what is happening in your neighborhoods and in your communities. They are closing it and they know. There's no way they don't know. And they're sending out these census, but they already know. And when we try to find out, and we talked about mm-hmm. this, um, about this particular uh, chain, Save a Lot, which I will probably go back knowing me and look look them up to see what I can find on them is they're purposely closing them and they know that they're closed and there are people like and I heard Miss Mary talking um people who live in the neighborhood there are people that are older people who uh, don't drive and not necessarily people who are senior citizens people just in the community right. Um, we asked our local uh, aldermans and people in our wards and stuff like that, and everybody basically passed the buck to the next person with an attitude. Yes, they seemed agitated, like they had, and they and when you watch how some of these people move and what they are focused on, I'm sad. I it's not this neighborhood. The first person that I will not name. Um, he normally would be or appear to be, but he's on some something else. He on something else, on um, some other stuff. Mm-hmm. And so he directed it to a female who lives and uh, who works in a ward that doesn't even cover this area. <laughs> she did say that she was this and that. Miss Mary talked to someone from her office and said they weren't sure or whatever. This particular lot has been closed. Uh, we see trucks, mysterious trucks, mm-hmm. and them turning on the lights. Are they going to reopen something that's going to be in the community? It actually started with another store that was further down on, um, was it North Avenue and Narragansett? I don't really know what's there now because I don't go on that end anymore. And that was another one that that's served the community. That's a workout now. To work out. But if you ain't got no food. You can pass out. Okay. <laughs> to work out okay yeah okay to work out but there's no places or food no. all you got is convenience stores liquor stores liquor stores which has been the bane of and i'm not against liquor but um 
that's another thing people other people have talked about is the extensive liquor stores ever since I could, was a little girl I remember our community having uh, at every corner people talk about McDonald's at every corner but I remember a bunch of liquor stores okay liquor stores okay why do we need so many liquor stores I had to I'm move. not against liquor now no me neither okay but I don't think you need is one is that the place you want to get all your nutrition whatever food is in the liquor store well now in the grocery store they got a whole section for liquor I went uh, mm. in the Walmarts down on North Avenue mm-hmm. and they got a whole uh, complete section even alcohol from Doug Dynasty mm-hmm. is all on the side and I'm standing there looking like you're going to put some kind of food over there it's, okay go ahead yeah yeah uh, there's uh, another one what is it food for last it's got a, uh alcohol section now it hasn't been lost on me as I'm not sure was it be- right before the pandemic started or at the beginning of it stores like what Miss Mary is saying you'd had Walgreens every store that didn't normally carry liquor mm-hmm. started Aldi places yeah do you did you see what that that was happening they've made it more extensive right um Walgreens didn't even in this area didn't have alcohol and they gave an explanation why the uh, owner, the person that owned Walgreens, because his children and so forth would get into alcohol, and he did not appreciate that happening. But after the pandemic, every store in my neighborhood that I have gone into, and I haven't been in all of them, because I don't go into liquor stores and the little restaurants on the corner. They might have a liquor in there, I don't know. But uh, they have alcohol in it. I'm just sitting there standing like, wow. They say it's a shortage of food and stuff. But there's no shortage of liquor? Well, how did the liquor get through? What is going on with that? I don't know. And they have touched on it. In some areas, they have even went extensively into uh, mental health. Um and when we were in that actual quarantine slash lockdown, how people increased their usage of alcohol. That would explain it. And um, narcotics, whether they be prescription drugs or street uh, drugs. And then when they came out of the houses uh, after the lockdown, whether they were, okay, how there was an increase in domestic violence. So you got people... I don't want to say trapped, but kind of trapped in their homes, their apartments or whatever. And you can't literally leave out like you want to because they're telling you this, that, and the other because of the the, the virus. But they're drinking and taking drugs and getting beat up. And then I, something I had forgot about, it's not funny, but I'm thinking reaccounting some of the things and I we spoke about it before um hearing gunfire inside of the home not on the outside in the inside and me making sure me and Miss Mary not to be it can go through a wall but I mean any open windows because people are like you know and the psychological ramifications of that and the social isolation of that and whatever People who know about psychology, I don't claim to know, have any type of background on psychology, but that can't 
be good for your mental health. And in this census, no. they keep asking over and over again other things, but they're asking about people's mental state. Mm-hmm. Um, but they know what the mental state is. Mm-hmm. And then they're continuing to about psych I've been seeing and a co-worker was talking about her background is my immediate supervisor in social work and psychology and all that and the benefits of a psychedelics they're wanting to use psychedelics to deal with this uh, upward trend that's been gaining momentum of psychedelics for mental health um I do believe in if it came from Mother Earth or from the Creator, that it has benefits. Yeah. But its applications uh, is something that needs to be looked at a little bit more closer. I don't think that taking psychedelics and drinking a boatload of alcohol is going to help your mental state. It's going to exacerbate whatever's going on. So to me... And people may not agree with this, and I'm okay with that. I respect that. Is that that's going to make it worse? Um, and I think that that's really what that is. Mm-hmm. They say they're concerned with it, no, not. but I don't. I don't feel the concern. Do you feel the concern, Miss Mary? No, it's it's quite the opposite. To me, when they say they're concerned. They are really not concerned because it works in the opposite direction. Like me being this old and they want me to think back when I was three years old and tell them about uh, all these things. Uh, There's people that is older that suffer from dementia. So you still gonna find me and all this because I can't remember all of what you asked me to. But then you're penalized. Let's go back to your health care. Um, you're penalized mm-hmm. or deemed difficult mm-hmm. when you ask basic, logical questions. Exactly. About your health care. Mm-hmm. You're not asking about someone else's health care. You're asking about the health care that you're receiving. Mm-hmm. They say things. Okay. Feel free to ask questions. They say. Right. And you're well within your right. You should ask questions. But when you start to ask questions... They're staring at you and looking at you and asking, have you seen a psychiatrist? Uh, (laughs) You're asking a question about your health. And I don't stop asking questions because they give me the blank stare like they don't have answers. And I want, uh, are you in the healthcare field? You don't have the answers to the question for the patient. And then they say, you're being difficult. How do you figure that? So if you don't ask any questions, you are the best. Right. But if you ask simple questions, they make statements. You guys that have been listening for a while to this podcast, they'll say something. You have an enlarged heart. Why do you say that? And then you say, I do. And why do you say that? And then they grow silent and blank stare. You can't say something like that in the individual ask what like where when did when was that determined why i, I think well, for the the, <clears throat> the age group that they decided with Just my hair care to look after they say i think they are expecting the person to be the type of person or in their age group if you tell them something they say oh okay 
thank you for looking after Give me. Give me some free rides to these yeah. uh, appointments. So you can, uh, so we can, sp- you can spend the rest of your days before you uh, die riding up and down the street to all these appointments. Yeah, free ride. And doing nothing but riding to, <clears throat> and keep riding up and down the street and putting money into the system. I really, well, there's a few things I would like to do, and it's not riding up and down the street to this appointment about this enclosed, enlarged heart that I didn't even know I had. No one ever told me I had an enlarged heart. Mm-hmm. You didn't do any test on me about my enlarged heart. Now, you should talk. Be so, talking. why is this in your record? Why is this in your file? If they, they put that there... And she had no knowledge of it when she, and they said it. And when she questioned it, like, oh, I do? Then you were met with silence. So does that make sense? No. No. That is in her medical file, and she would not have known that until this particular healthcare provider said it. And when she says, oh, I do? Well, why? How did you come to that the conclusion? Individual How got did you quiet. Come to that conclusion? And they're looking at you as if there's something wrong with you. You need to talk to me about what's going on with me. Me? I'm not asking about anybody else. You're no, asking about yourself. This is not about you, the provider. This is about me. Okay, I'm sure you have some problem yourself. But it's not about you. It's about me. So I need you to tell me. How did you come to the conclusion I had a large heart? Welcome back to Teachable Moments April. So this, we're still with Miss Mary, and we're talking about, we start to talk about in the previous segment about um, the U.S. Census, and we went into more detail, a little bit more detail about what was actually in the census um, and some of the material that was on the census, um, like questions and topics. Um, so I, during the break, um, I asked Miss Mary if it would be okay if we talked about uh, an individual that we know, but it's a specific individual, but he is more of... Um, an example of maybe and it there's no disrespect to this individual I'm not gonna say his name but there are others that are uh, because we want to cover everyone um, not just ourselves but what we're observing and we're gonna call this individual uh, Larry okay Larry we're gonna call him Larry and people do what they know and I want to talk about the conditioning um, in our neighborhoods, uh, black and brown, I cannot speak from any other um, neighborhoods as a woman of color, and Miss Mary's a woman of color. Um, how we're we have been conditioned, but there are a lot of us out here who, even in spite of it being decades, years, and years, and the different um, influences within our communities to take what money and what resources and put it back into, I'm going to say the system. Okay. So with Larry and Miss Mary can, uh, jump in whenever it's not a bad person necessarily. And he is an older gentleman. 
his talking about your needs being met so you won't spend money we all have things about us and individuals uh concerns and different interests that are not necessarily considered a need but we will take all our money away from our needs in order to address uh in in larry's case uh scratch off tickets the lottery and i'm not against the lottery per se but i do think that it is they have sold a dream okay thinking if you take all your resources larry is actually a representative of a lot of uh people within our community who will take their last dollar and spend it on lottery tickets and this this it is literally that's what it is a dream a dream that you're gonna win all this money when in actuality the money that you are spending every day every week it you're giving it back into the system and then you're left with and sadly no food there are things that are in motion that have always been there so let's not say it just happened one day it's but it is accelerated because where we're at in in society and what's happening in our world so he will take his last and buy lottery tickets but he cannot or have any money left to to eat what do you think about it miss mary well i'm sure i have nothing against gambling i really mm-hmm. don't um uh, i have uh went to the, the boat, I began to Vegas. I used my <laughs> favorite vacation place is Vegas. I used to start at Christmas time in a Christmas club. This is mm-hmm. my money for me to go on vacation and most likely if I didn't go uh, to Mexico, mm-hmm. which they have gambling there, mm-hmm. I was gonna go to Vegas and mm-hmm. uh, for a week. Okay. And that motivated me to uh, for the next year, mm-hmm. something to look forward to. Uh, raising children <laughs> and a husband that's a, uh, not doing what he's supposed to do. Mm. You need something in your life. Okay. So that's why. But I always wanted to have my home a certain way. I always wanted a decent car. Mm-hmm. My children to have the best of everything that I could afford. So I therefore couldn't. Uh, see myself taking money from the house right? to our body. But uh, with that being said, ever since I can remember Larry, mm-hmm. he has had this thing about, oh, I don't need many things in this, in this life. Mm-hmm. But another friend of his, Jack, that hang around with him. Let's uh, write down Jack. He and I Larry's both friend. cannot understand if you don't need these certain things in life, why do you keep on trying to win this money with the lottery? Okay. Uh, Jack take him somewhere with him and he have to get out of the car for a moment and stop and he leaves some leftover food in the car and he eats the man food up, and then when he come back, tell him that, oh, I cleaned your car out for you. Mm. And so, and I do, and he said, you threw my food out. Well, I threw it all out, but his stomach is he full. He actually he ate, ate his food and stuff he like that. Um, 
he goes to Burger King and if he can't get him two uh, Whoppers for six dollars, uh, he won't get anything. But he just stopped at Jewels and got him forty or fifty dollars worth of lottery tickets. Okay. Um, and he scratched them all right there and he didn't win nothing. So that was like throwing it down the toilet. Right. Uh, you take him to the store, and we all have tried taking him to the store because he has a problem with his eyes. Right. And we all tried to help him in the neighborhood because no one else is going to come and help us. Right. You got to help each other. Right. Mm-hmm. We try to help each other. Okay. Um, you take him to the store, and he thing he wants to get is a can of sardines, some crackers, mm-hmm. and some fish. Nuggets, right? Nuggets. Mm. Catfish nuggets. Oh. Oh, okay. And that's it. Uh, he's he's fighting with everybody because they want to charge him what they are, what the thing, what it costs, and he want to yell at them because he don't want to pay them for his necessities. Okay. Uh, but he don't mind just handing the money to him for the lottery. Now this is another thing, and I this is I I keep saying this. All right, you know. With uh, Larry, I'm not, you know, attacking Larry or showing any disrespect. I know Miss Mary isn't, and Jack isn't either. But this, I think, is an accurate um, within Larry uh, representation of some of the members of our community. Mm-hmm. Um, is the mentality? So yeah. we're 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 addressing the mentality. One of the mentalities that's was within it. So another part of this is that a lot of people have been um, depending on food depositories Mm -hmm. and uh, pantries to supplement their their um, their needs because of the prices they're not just double they're triple and it it is climbing up Mm -hmm. even more than that so in the past when inflation and different things now I don't claim to know math is not my thing economics I have no knowledge of that that's not one of my talents or strong suits but it's definitely happening in real time that Jack will go and we have benefited from Jack so thank you Jack uh, for helping before the pandemic as well as during the pandemic and even now okay and I'm not that's not something to be ashamed of we all need help and it has helped tremendously yes it has Miss Mary has had experiences and Jack has had experience and I've had experiences with people with us trying to pay it forward. Okay. We're not trying to insult anybody. It's not any of those things. Okay. But I'm going to speak a little bit on um, some of the people that I've tried to pay it forward with and they have got offended, um, visibly angry and Larry uh, is no different from that. And, and there are people that are from this community, the black and brown communities and others related to it. When you try to, you're just paying it forward. They get insulted. They don't want it. Um, they stay mad at you about it. We're just trying to help one another. We're not mm-hmm. trying to say anything. And it's your choice if you want to take it or not. But you have to... Well, you don't have to you have should. some 
understanding of what's really happening here and it's it's not going to get any better so in regard to larry he does not want to take any of this food because he doesn't eat any fruits or vegetables um and there are a lot of people that don't like fruits and vegetables okay but there are other things that jack will have and i don't know if he partakes of it but he has no food so i'm trying to if you don't eat you die he look like he dead okay we are concerned about him he's just skin and bone but you will continue <coughs> to buy these lottery tickets for forty dollars you'll spend forty dollars for lottery tickets or per day, per, you... per day. Mm-hmm. but when it comes to food even if okay he took all the money and he spent it on that okay and he gets his with his sardines and mm-hmm. whatever okay and then you have jack who goes to, to regularly and he offers fruits and vegetables bread mm-hmm. every possible thing that is out there you still want and you seem angry so i'm i'm what do you think Steve rice he tried to share whatever right. he has uh, to get enough for the block right he, uh, uh, for the people that he know he has been attacked by people mm-hmm. they've turned out i mean i don't mm-hmm. uh, if he, I had asked Jack a couple of times, why don't you try and give him some meat? Mm-hmm. Uh, the meat item. He said he'd take it and lay it on the dining room table and leave it there. Ugh, yuck, meat laying out. Then yuck. go and throw it out. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know where has something inside of his brain is getting worse or what. I don't know, but... He's been in the hospital for various reasons, mm-hmm. you know, with his body. Right. And been uh, able to uh, mm-hmm. do certain things, uh, body function. Mm-hmm. And he comes out and he starts the same pattern all over again. Now, this is not it. I keep saying that because our intent is not that. So, I, the people that I have, I am speaking are people that are not a variety of ages, but they're well, some of them may be considered um, uh, senior citizens, variety ages, 30s, 40s, whatever. And I have offered it right. and whatnot. And the hostility right. that I have encountered is very interesting, to say the least. So mm-hmm. um, I stopped. Right. Um, so I just keep it to myself and, and Miss Mary. I take what I need to take. Mm-hmm. Um and if I and I just center it on sometimes I as treats for the people that I service um, um, they don't call them an adult day program anymore they call it community uh, day program um, for different things we do little things for our class or our room and I leave it at that because my intent is not to make people agitated I'm just doing what I feel like I want someone to do for me what exactly. Jack is doing for us. It's not disrespect. I'm not trying to say you ain't got no food. I, it, the place that I'm coming from is not that. But I want to respect other people. And I don't want to push things on other people. But I've been met with such hostility. I'm like, and I turned to Miss Mary and I said, you know, I took this here. I left it. I said, if you want this, you can. If you don't want this, it's fine. It's it's. It's all good, but I've been people have stopped talking to me. It was it's very the reaction is very perplexing to me. 
um, as to the reaction that they had. And I just think that it's to the detriment of everyone involved is that you do have people trying to connect with others and help others because it's going to get worse. Whether you are uh, can discern what is happening, it's quite clear. And um, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. But yeah, when you take the things that, take your hard-earned money or the money, the resources that you have and spend it all in one area, and then your needs are not being met, And over the years, um, we've watched people uh, in the communities take their last and buy uh, uh, Gucci. And I'm not against that. I love, you know, this beautiful high-end clothes. And then they don't have no food. All the lights got turned off. It ran a pay to get ready evicted. But you look like you stepped off the cover of, and I'm not against that. Okay, looking good. But now you ain't got a place to stay. Your kids we it's hungry. Are hungry. You're Bradley. hungry. The lights are off. And a lot of times people will buy clothes for themselves in the past and then their kids are like, mm-hmm. okay. Like they just fell out of, I don't know, the dump, uh, sadly. And the mom wouldn't even take the time to comb the look hair. Yeah, but she looking a like thing. she stepped off a music video. Um, this mentality, this mentality, I just, I don't, they bought into something. I don't know what they bought into because I don't even understand why they bought into if the person is taking good care of their property, they go and throw garbage and stuff in front of them so you can look <laughs> like mine. Okay, this is something me and Mary have talked about is that we'd have people, okay. There are people out there who take care of their property. Mm-hmm. We're talking about homeowners. If you have an apartment, you take mm-hmm. care of your apartment. And it's just basic maintenance, basic cleanliness, mm-hmm. okay? And um, we have been out there and, you know, Miss Mary, retired or whatever, and I work and I'd come home or on the weekends, we clean. Literally, we have cleaned up, I don't know how many tons of uh, garbage of all kinds out front. Literally, as soon as you walk away and you throw it away and you go and look back out the window, I kid you not, it's like there's some more garbage. Like they opened up a garbage, got a garbage bag out out of alley and dumped some more. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What what is that? I'm working in my yard in the summertime, and people right after spit in my yard. All my flowers. Oh, that they was horrible. Me, they give me dirty looks. Uh, they hate me because I work on my yard. I love to see a beautiful yard. Where we have to? Who conditioned you that your neighborhood supposed to look terrible? Who told you that? that you're supposed to do that. You can, they go to another neighborhood where it's predominantly white, Mm -hmm. Caucasian Uh people, and they'll come back and tell you how beautiful (laughs) these people's neighborhoods is. Well, what's wrong with your neighborhood looking like that? What's wrong with it? The violence. uh, We've talked about this, the violence within the neighborhoods. 
and I came across and I and I hope to do um, a, a podcast on this and it's not I don't feel like it's it's not addressed there are certain things that are not addressed and we are heavily whether we realize it or not by what is representative on our news and right. different media things that are not I don't feel like are adequately covered I came across something on YouTube guys and it showed uh, a particular I don't know whose channel was but they had compiled uh, news footage of actually that's not in circulation you know that you'll see on a regular of women within black strong black women strong black mothers that unfortunately um, were harmed uh, by gunfire saving their children right. and they're in wheelchairs and whatnot. They're, this is not meant to um, attack our communities, but to shed light on what's going on. There are women out there that are literally maimed by trying to save their sons and daughters from all this violence. Mm-hmm. Um, and wheelchairs, they're not just the representation. When I look at I love music. And in these music videos, they're showing women, black women, uh, brown women, um, popping it, and and as and being objectified as just walking um, sex objects. Um, there are women out here of all ages that are literally fighting for their families. I don't mean to sound overly serious. And they are, they need our help. They have just totally destroyed the black family, mm-hmm. the black and brown family. And I, and I also, when I say black, I also want to address our Hispanic sisters and brothers, every, actually everybody, but the communities in which we live in is Hispanic and black. And they have totally taken the male um, presence away, and it is strategic. Okay, mm-hmm. whether they die or they put them in the in the uh, system of jail, and when they get out, they end up keeping going in and out. I'm not going to get into what happens in the jails. I think we already know. So the the black woman or the Hispanic woman has to stand in it and be both the the father figure as well as both of those and the ramifications of that and some of these women because they are left alone then they start to have to um they may lose their lives themselves their children's lives or become handicapped because they're trying to save their children i don't know will they ever people will they ever wake up but it is strategic by higher the source, mm-hmm. the source, and people are being used and as pawns and a more higher thing. And we've talked about that on a more spiritual level um, between good and evil. Right. But yeah, but the women are out there and they are fighting. We see it all day long. Women crying on the news. Please stop. I don't. I don't know what else to say. Um, the women and and men, how they're represented in the social media. And on these music videos, it is something they're selling you to buy into, and it's destroy. It's literally destroying not just our communities, but just humans right. and mankind. If you can't see that, I don't know. What do you think? I know I said a lot there, but no, you 
you just about covered it all. Yeah. There's not too much more you can say because that is the fact. I I can't, I don't know what else to say. Like, Miss Mary's talking about uh, growing her own food. And we talked about this several times about people being called on a whole nother level to to make to have their own food and no one's actually telling them that because what we're seeing is that this this narrative that you know you got to get this thing you got to get this research you got to get this you got to do that you got to do that and you don't have no food you got your rent ain't being paid all these other get all these cars which to me is mind-boggling as well the cars so your your property is falling apart or if you live in an apartment townhouse whatever you got all these lavish cars but um, the everything else, your home and everything else is falling literally apart, but all you have is literally these cars. Well, the women, some of them that uh, with the mentality got long butterfly uh, eyelashes. <laughs> okay, Miss Mary they got this thing <laughs> about these eyelashes. They okay, can't hold the eyes open. They got the head back, strong. back. Shula King, I told you, I saw a lady on the CTA, and she had to literally tilt her head at an angle because them eyelashes, her eyelids was not strong enough to hold all that lash she had on. I love good lash. Yeah, all this Malaysian hair being all the way down to the waist. Malaysian. Uh, they're wearing Ketterball. Uh, she wears a uh, halter oh. top. Okay. And so uh, And uh, she hanging all in cars. Uh-huh. And I didn't live alone. Right. And, so you have women of... How... How old do you think Tether Balls is? About 50. Okay. 50 okay. 50-ish. Okay, so you have women of the community. And like I say, everybody's different. And I don't I, I don't think it's meant. The creator did not mean us to be clones. Uh, no. But we don't want to become so we disconnected. Exactly. And she's a woman of a certain age, 50s that um lives alone she says and um she has a collection of cars and there's nothing wrong with having a good ride you know there's nothing against i don't think they're wrong you gotta look you gotta look like you know a bomb or or whatever it's it's good you are representing the creator good hygiene you know (sighs) nothing looking pretty cute handsome no but when we say like Tether balls. We're gonna call her tether balls. We're not going. The reason why we call her that, and she's fifty-ish, and she has a bunch of cars. And Miss Mary said, if you didn't catch it, because I was running my big mouth, it says some of these cars are not running. So she has a collection of cars, some high-end cars, high-end cars, and none of them are running. And then she's um, accumulating tickets from the city. Okay. And unfortunately, I don't claim to know her story, Tetherballs, um, and the coach. I'm right there down. And the coach. Okay, how's the coach? Okay. And the coach. Okay. And the coach and other individuals. But this is what we're saying. These are representations of some of the people that are in our community she is a role model for younger women and men just like the older people are the elders of the communities and to have a bunch of cars whether they run or not and you know living your best life that's great and then your property is 
not up to par. Okay. Um, so it goes back to your resources. Um, everything's expensive, but when you're willing to buy for these cars, but you're not willing to put it where it needs to represent your, you know, and have a place that is, you know, good. It's good where you live at, okay? Your communities. Because no one else is going to do it. No. They're not going to come in. The cavalry is not coming from, at least not for man. From God, well, that's another story, but w- what is there to be gained? So you have a whole bunch of cars that are not running and you get ticket after ticket after ticket and they just keep getting more cars. Hmm. Oh, I don't know. Okay. <clears throat> well, that's all we got to say for today. Anything else you want to tell everybody, Miss Mary? Thank you for listening, and I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Miss Mary. Thank you, April. All right.